Welcome back to Sapphic Stuff. This is Maddie. And this is Kristen. And today is our very special Christmas episode. We are talking about Carol, the big gay Christmas movie. And today we're actually recording it on Carol Day, December 21st, for all who celebrate. Don We Now Are Gay Apparel. Uh, Apparel is one of my favorite Christmas movies. I consider it a Christmas movie because I watch it every Christmas. So, I mean... I don't know if you watch this every every Christmas or if I'm just one of those gays, but I have I realized that I've literally watched this since it came out. I've watched it every single Christmas. So the thing is, I don't watch this every Christmas. I recognize that it is a brilliant movie, but the way I first watched it makes this awkward enough for me that I don't. Okay, I'm curious now. How did you first watch it? So my mom has this habit of like when there is a well-reviewed gay movie, she's like, Maddie, we should go see this together. Oh, no. I never have the heart to say, mom, you're going to hate this. She she does inevitably end up not liking it. But like, I appreciate that she wants to support me, but I don't want to watch lesbian sex scenes with you, mother. I, oh, she's trying to bond with you. And like, I appreciate that she tries, but she did this with the favorite too. It's never a good idea, mom. Just don't. But uh, I think Carol has been on when like my parents have come into the room at various times and I'm always like crossing my fingers and like mentally praying that like that scene isn't on when they're coming in or talking to me. And so I can't imagine like knowingly having to go see that with my mom. And like, I guess like at the time before you went and saw it, you like maybe you didn't know it was gonna happen either. So you didn't know how to prepare. Yeah, we saw it in theaters. So I was not aware of exactly how R rated it was, although I knew it was R rated. Well, especially because I feel like just on the fact that it's lesbians, they're just gonna rate it R regardless, even if like nothing really happened. But no, there were uh, full on titties. And so I I always have this very awkward association with Carol. I'm like, yeah, I watched that with my mom. Oh no, I'm sorry. But like, this is a legitimately wonderful movie and it did win a lot of awards yeah uh, the music is so good so good. the score for carol is fantastic i have to say i i actually did buy some carol christmas cards this season like <laughs> cards with carol on them did they sell those in store no i had to get them on like Redbubble or etsy but i i just i couldn't resist yeah yeah no i feel that just so you know like there are carol christmas cards in the world and i think that that's amazing and I, I wish I could have afforded to buy like all a lot of them and just sent them out to everyone, but they were like $3. Have you seen that online meme of a Muppet's Christmas Carol? And it's like Miss Piggy as Carol. I have not. It's beautiful. But now I need to. <laughs> so if every listener can just send me that, that would be great. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> so Carol, let's talk about the actual movie now. So Carol, Carol is really amazing because first of all, the acting is incredible and like, it's just so incredibly well made, but it is also like really harrowing to watch. Like it's, it's stressful. Like it's a stressful movie. Yeah. I did some research while watching this movie. Homosexuality was removed from the diagnostic manual for psychiatry in 1973. So in the time that Carol Carol is set in homosexuality is a psychiatric disease. Yes. And she is being treated by a psychiatrist at one point for it. So like, that's why, I mean, it's, 
I'm, I'm pretty sure. Is it still illegal or is it just classified as a psychiatric disease? I'm not sure on that one. I know that there were a lot of anti-sodomy laws on the book. Um, yeah, but I'm not sure like about with, with women if it like really. Yeah, it, it definitely applied less to women. Uh, and then it, so it was removed in 1973, but it really wasn't entirely removed until 1987 when sexual yes. orientation disturbance was removed, which is for people who don't like that they're gay. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's hard to watch at some points just because the homophobia is like so strong, but it's also important because like it's historically accurate, which is sad, but like for anyone who is younger and like, you know, didn't experience as much of the world during the time before gays being everywhere and gay marriage, like it makes sense, but it is, it is hard because it's just like trauma <laughs> the whole time. So the fun thing about this is, yes, it's really traumatic, but also there is so much longing stuffed into this film. Like this is the longing film. And All of those little stares and like lingering touches and like the looks. Yeah, this film patented lesbian longing. So there's this moment in, uh, in the movie, it comes fairly early on and it's when they're watching a movie uh Therese and her friends and one of the guys says I'm charting the difference between what they say and what they mean and that's this movie in a nutshell because they can't outright say oh we are lesbians in love they have to dare and do these subtle things and you have to read into it I love that I mean I'm a person who really loves subtext and this isn't subtext but there's a lot that goes unsaid I feel like every time Carol's talking to like Harge or any of the people from like the court case stuff with her daughter or and like talking about her and her relationship with Abby like a lot of that stuff she talks in subtext we can decode it I mean it's really obvious but like it's still and also I feel like her relationship with Abby is like a lot of subtext in general because they never really until later when she you know talks about how they got together and everything up until then it's all very low-key <laughs> you know like oh she's around a lot isn't she and alluding to them having been together in the past, but it isn't really said until much later on in the movie. Let's talk about Abby, because this is a We Love Sarah Paulson zone. It is, and I wish there had been more of her. I want like a like a prequel to Carol. I want like a, like not a Carol sequel. Well, I do want a Carol sequel, but I want like a before Carol sequel that shows like her relationship there. Yeah, no, I have in my notes that I want the Abby and Carol story, but I also yes. have in my notes that I would also expect Except a sequel movie about Abby and the redhead who owns a steakhouse. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I want to know if she can handle a redhead. I mean, we never found out. We were never told what happened there. I have never seen this in like a rom-com or anything, but I do want to read the lesbian who owns a steakhouse story. Um, So it like vaguely reminded me of like the chef in, there was like that chef character on the L. I don't, did you watch the original L word? I've watched the L word. I, you're. So do you remember the chef character who was, and oh gosh, was it Dana that was interested in her? And they were scoping her out to see if like they could figure out if she was gay or not. I do remember that scene. Yes. I, it just, it reminded me of that scene. Like I was like, how did they know she's gay? Are they going to go on like a whole little like. (laughs) So speaking of how does she know that this person is gay? There were so many moments in this film that were just like people looking at each other and going, Mm -hmm. gay. I love that so much. There's this one moment in the record store with Therese and there's these two women talking to each other and they're giving off real gay vibes. And they look at Therese and Therese looks back 
this is gay activity. Like they're doing the little gay, like acknowledgement yeah. look mm-hmm. that you do when you see another gay in the wild, you know, <laughs> you know, the look everyone knows. And they have to have really good gaydar because Therese does not give off gay vibes. No, I mean, not at the beginning for sure. And I, I don't know how like Carol just knows instantly. She just instantly knows like all Therese did was send back her gloves and Carol was like, this girl wants me. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Maybe every woman is gay for Carol. Maybe that's Carol's superpower. I mean, that's probably true. Like, I mean, who isn't gay for Carol? But like, also, she literally was just doing her job. Like, isn't it her job to send back? I guess not like necessarily, but like as a good person who isn't like Therese is a nice person. Like, of course, she was going to send back the gloves. I don't think she expected to hear from Carol about it. So have you seen the Kate McKinnon sketch, the glove lunch sketch? I have not. Okay, I'm going to have to show you it after this. I feel woefully underprepared for this episode because you're like, have you seen this meme? Have you seen this sketch? And I'm just like, no, I haven't seen any of these things. I saw the movie. <laughs> I also read the book. I did you? I did read The Price of Salt, the book that the uh, movie is based on. You see, you're just as prepared as me because I haven't done that. Oh, see, hey, it's actually a really good book. Like you should read it at some point. So there's this sketch where Kate McKinnon, it's, it's sort of like cut together with scenes from the film and Kate McKinnon is Carol and she makes all these jokes about like it's it's the scene where they go to lunch and have that horrible meal made of cream spinach oh god I just I think that also their meal was so weird like I I wasn't around in that time period so like maybe that's like a normal meal but that meal sounded horrendous cream spinach poached eggs and a martini with like a lot of all it was like it was just and those are basically just olives like it's basically just olives and alcohol I, I mean I mean, that's fine and all but it's a strange lunch like it's, and they're like I'm starving and I'm like you're starving and all you're gonna eat is like an egg and some spinach <laughs> they that wouldn't fix it for me <laughs> they don't eat much in this film like there's this one scene where Therese hands Carol this tiny tiny sandwich and I'm like are you okay <laughs> are you okay yeah they go on this really long road trip and like we don't I mean they do eat but like yeah no they they don't eat that that much so they're like I'm famished and they eat like one bite of an olive and they're like yeah I'm good I'm famished time for one egg and cream spinach (laughs) and one olive (laughs) so something that I've made a lot of notes on is oh my god Carol has so much game like I have none of the skills Carol has Carol has the amount of sex that was dripping off her even when she's just like I like the hat like how is that (laughs) how was that sexy I'm still confused I still don't understand to this day because it worked and like it would work on me but like why my sexiest carol moment is when therese is playing the piano and carol like stands up from the ground in this one fluid motion and i'm like i could never do that i would look so awkward it's so graceful (laughs) how did you do that she's like older too and she's still so graceful about it and i'm just like how are you doing this i would fall over (laughs) and just flop around like a fish like i don't understand how you're doing this he's doing this in a skirt or a dress i'm like i couldn't do that in pants Carol what are you doing and especially like that mirror scene like how bold that was where she just like drops the like she just like casually opens the road like I just felt like everything she does is like very well like I don't know she just plays everything very well like she does she knows what she's doing the entire time like it's all very well calculated how how do I get me some of that how do I do that (laughs) I I think it comes with 
experience and age maybe I don't I don't know because like I think it has to be or maybe you just have to be Kate Blanchett I'm really not sure I think I will be exactly as awkward as I am now in 10 years so yeah you actually probably just have to be Kate Blanchett like I don't think it's fixable I'm sorry Gosh darn it, why wasn't I born Kate Blanchett? I'm really sorry. I know. It would have been really convenient for me if you were too, but like, unfortunately. (laughs) So something about this film is that it is so quotable. Like there's the flung out of space moment. There's invite me round. (laughs) There's there's everything comes full circle, which I occasionally say like as a joke. Like I quote this all the time. The fact that she said like the flung out of space thing, didn't she say that first at their very first like little lunch thing? And like Therese never even questions it. She just sits there like this is a totally normal thing for some woman I just met to say to me. This is very heterosexual and fine. Yeah, like she has no like nothing about that seems strange to her I uh, it seems really obvious to me I don't know my big takeaway from this movie is I'm so glad I wasn't around in the 50s I'd die like they kind of u-haul they totally do that's in my notes they've known each other for like 14 seconds and then she's just like yeah I'm gonna take all my money out of savings and go away with this woman would you like to go on a lesbian road trip and she's like yes I will (laughs) obviously She's like, I don't want to go to Europe, but I will go on a lesbian road trip with a woman I've just met. Yeah, she's like, I will genuine, generally go. What did they do? They just went west generally? Like, they didn't go anywhere specific. I want to go on a lesbian road trip. I mean, I've been on a road trip with a lesbian, but that's different. It's not the same. Like, this is a different type of <laughs> this road trip. You know, I feel like someone has done that. Has any? I, I want to know if anyone has recreated the Carol road trip. Like, has anyone actually done it? Like, has anyone taken their girlfriend and, like, just gone oh someone must have I'm sure someone has to have gone and like gone to Waterloo and like done all this stuff like someone has to have done this if you have gone on a Carol road trip please contact us honestly I'm surprised there aren't like Carol tour companies <laughs> that would like take you on this road like I don't know like a bus of Leslie like I just feel like this would be a thing if you want to start this business I'm ready <laughs> like ah uh, yes with all my money yes we're gonna just like start this business where we get a caravan and we like take lesbians and we like go to all the Carol places Complete with random man recording you having sex. Please don't include that man. <laughs> there will be none of that on our on our trip. None of that. Because that seems highly illegal. Also, the fact that it was like not illegal for him to obtain this. How is it legal for him to like obtain evidence in that way and then like use that evidence in court? Like how would that even hold up? I feel like so much of Carol, like Carol's full of longing. Carol's really gay, but Carol is a fucking horror story about the 50s yeah like i guess that was legal then but like that doesn't sound correct like i don't think you should be able to get evidence like that and also like think about how traumatic that would be for therese that was her first time and now it's on camera forever like oh my god (laughs) horrible yeah no that's fucking terrifying i'm so glad that it is 2021 almost 2022 like what year is it I know that 2021 fucking sucks, but at least no one's recording me. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're being recorded right now, but like, that's different. That's different, Kristen. I am recording me. That's allowed. That's true. That's true. You consented. It's more the lack of consent that's going on. And I feel like men still had a lot of power that like, I mean, they still have a lot of power now, but like her husband like had a lot of power over her, even though they like were separated. He could just like, he seemed to just feel like he was very entitled 
to everything. God, I wanted to punch. And the fact, yeah, but the fact that he could actually like win the daughter away just because the mom is gay. Like, I just feel like that's so sad and so horrible because like that actually did used to happen and like probably does happen possibly still which is horrible i mean i doubt that still happens in america i hope it doesn't happen anymore in america it's certainly not like legally legal yeah like you'd have to come up with another reason Mm -hmm. so there was a moment in this movie when carol winked at therese and i like literally giggled i (laughs) she has such power kate blanchett has so much power I'm not even into blondes and I'm into Carol. Like, sorry. Oops. The entire ending is literally just them staring at each other and it says everything. Oh, yes. Okay. So the thing is, Therese has the same haircut as Carol's kid. Yeah, no, she does. And she also says that she looks like her in the photo, right? Like on the wall. Like she said she looks a little like like she reminds her of her daughter. Yeah. And like the thing is, this movie is put together so carefully that this cannot be an accident. Dearest, there are no accidents. This is in there on purpose. It's so freaking weird. Yeah, that is weird. It's really weird, but it's still fine. I mean, it's strange and it should be problematic, but for some reason, I'm just gonna allow it. <laughs> yeah, there's just some weird mom vibes in this. And I'm like, mm, please no. And that made it much more awkward to watch with my mother. Uh, no, yeah, there are options. It's honestly a lot of like mommy issue vibes going on all around, which is very relatable, like to the lesbians, but also please don't. But like calm down. <laughs> like this movie is literally just everyone going, mommy? Question mark. Mommy? Every five seconds, but it's fine. You're so right. Please. I wish I wasn't. I don't want to be. <laughs> Uh, I think my favorite part of this movie is where they're when they're having that conversation on the phone and Carol is like, ask me things, please. (laughs) And she constantly asks her what she's thinking or what she's feeling. And she's just like so frustrated by it. And that actually does like feel like a parent and a child in some way, because I just feel like that's the relation, you know, where it's like, oh, you never tell me anything. I always have to ask you what you're thinking or how you're feeling. And it's just like a strange relationship to have. I don't know. It's a strange relationship to have with the person you're seeing even though they never really like say they're seeing each other they never really like label what they're doing so one of my favorite things about this movie is that at some point at some point abby shows up and like what must it feel like to have your girlfriend's ex show up drive you home especially because she's like naked in the bed when abby shows up and abby legitimately does not care she's just like no (laughs) abby could give two fucks like abby's just like god damn it i got sent over here to babysit this toddler and i have to drive her all the way across america can't believe i have to do all of this for carol this is ridiculous but i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) go see my steak redhead i know she's like I was really busy with my steak redhead plot that we didn't get to see but like I was busy with it I swear <laughs> and I, do, I did I do like their like I wanted to see more of like Abby and her relation like their friendship relationship because I feel like they they spent a lot of time together we don't see it but like they would have spent like a lot of time together getting home and like bonded because she knew about like Therese's new job and everything so like she was keeping up with her I feel like there's only so much room in a two-hour movie no but like i mean in theory they got to know each other pretty well so i just wish we'd gotten to see like a little bit more of like I them it's like keeping up with therese like it's not just that ride like she's either lying on her i think she's keeping tabs on her for yeah. carol kind of 
or sending her letters. And that's a very interesting thought. Because how did she know about Therese starting her new job at the Times? Abby has spies everywhere. <laughs> how does Abby know this? I mean, is the chef actually like down the street from the time? Like, I, I have so many questions. Like, how does she know this? Is she all seeing like... She's Sarah Paulson. As- she has a lesbian intelligence network. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would believe that, to be honest. I do feel like, I, I, I feel like they're going to see each other all the time because, you know, like, Therese and Carol clearly are moving in together by the end of it. You know, I really want a movie where Sarah Paulson has a lesbian intelligence network, like CIA Sarah Paulson, but only with the gays. <laughs> and it's like the chart, but like, <laughs> yes, Sarah Paulson's in charge of it. <laughs> I feel like after we saw her in Ocean's 11, yeah, I feel like she would be able to do that. Like in Ocean's 8, I feel like she would be able to do that because we saw her do some pretty intense like reconnaissance. So I feel like she could easily switch that skill over to use it on like lesbian Raycon. <laughs> so do you have anything you wish was in this film? Less men. <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of um, are a lot men. Of, in this most film. of my notes about the men are like, get a job, stay away from her. Get a job, leave her alone. <laughs> so when that one guy kisses her while they're discussing her photography, I thought about that Leslie Jones tweet. Hey, dude. Stop it. I hate how often that happens in my life. That has happened to me several times in my life. Why? Gee, gay dude, stop it. Yeah, exactly. No one asked. (laughs) No one wants that. You are misreading the signals so hard. Yeah, she was just excited about her photography. Like, I just don't understand. Like, she just wanted to be friends. Like, she was so excited for the opportunity. And her, like, photography is, like, her whole... I thought it was really cute that when she was... They did that whole thing where she's like, I'm supposed to be getting more interested in in human subjects and then she starts like taking pictures of carol and she's like i think it's going pretty well yeah that was like perez's one like that was her only piece of game that was her big flirting moment and she did so well i was really proud of her <laughs> like you did good girl she only did the one but i i mean she did great at that one <laughs> I was really proud, like all grown up Therese, like really working hard so at her one piece of game. How they U-hauled. I have a note that says like she goes to her house in the country. That's like hopping on a plane to go on a date. Seems like it's relatively far too, because isn't it in New Jersey and she lives in New York? So like it would have taken like a while to get there. I mean, as someone who lived in New Jersey and went to New York, there are places that are 45 minutes out, but. Well, yeah, no, I know that, but like it just. It just seems like a far thing to do for someone who like, like the stranger, like that she's never really spent any time with this woman. Like she's gone to lunch with her once. She's never spent any time with this woman, but she is thirsty and she will do what she needs. That's very true. Very true. She's like, well, I have no choice but to go with this woman into the woods because what else am I supposed to do? Do lesbians make good choices? No. No. <laughs> oh God. Do you I mean, I just. Um, hold on, sorry. I just thought it was interesting that at the end, she's like, I thought maybe you'd want to move in with me because there's enough space. And I'm like, you literally haven't spoken in what, like six months? Do you remember? At least. Do you remember the press for this movie? Very vaguely. So Rudy Mara was just like so starstruck by Kate Blanchett. And it was so like there are those, you know how on Twitter people like to make their own little videos of actors doing suspiciously gay things? Yes. There are definitely a few of Rudy Mara just like. And it's just like the little emoji hearts, like from yeah. her eyes to like, yeah, that it's makes sense. At Cape Blanchett. And that's beautiful. 
I mean, I don't blame her. Like, <laughs> she's right to do so. And they're working together again on like a new movie. And I'm like, is this Carol? Like, are they gay? Because I just, I think they should always be gay together. It's not gay. It's really disappointing. Like, I think it's messed up that they wouldn't be gay. <laughs> it's not gay, but they get to wear cool costumes. So, you know, we can. Okay, pre- well, I just feel like the the fan vetters are going to have a great time, like clipping everything together into like clips of Carol so that they can like make it gay. <laughs> Carol, five years later, give it to us. <laughs> like, clearly they're still living together. Maybe. Um. Well, I guess they can't like legally get Rindy back. There's really nothing they can do about that. But they can they can be together and probably Abby comes over like all the time. Maybe they're like they double date all the time with that with Abby and the the steakhouse chef. She owns a steakhouse. She's better than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. I don't know this woman at all. We never see her. I'm sorry. Just the concept of a woman owning a steakhouse is like very, very beautiful to me. Are I'm- you just really, are you just really hungry? Do you just really like steak? Is that what's happening here? I love steak. I am like non-vegetarian <laughs> lesbian. So that's what's actually happening here, listeners. She just really wants a lesbian that owns a steakhouse so that she can have steak all the time. <laughs> Right? I feel like my dad would be impressed by her. I <laughs> I really liked the um the most, you know, most Netflix, the um the like LGBT Netflix social thing. I I really like their little video where they cut clips uh from Ratchet and um and Carol together so that they could have like the because she does have like a redhead girlfriend and I like them putting that together. Okay, so what annoys me is that this is not on Netflix. Carol? Yeah. No, I know, but I think it used to be. Put it back on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it used to be on Netflix, but yeah, you're right. It's not on there anymore. So they do keep using it in their advertising, which is a little confusing. Yeah, I um, I had to watch it on like Vudu with commercials. And so I, oh, I own it on Amazon Prime, but like I, I bought it like ages ago because I watch it too many times. I, and I just got tired of having to try to find it in weird ways. Yeah, it used it. I, I really believe it used to be on Netflix. I, I'm under that belief. I could be wrong, but like the amount of times they advertise using video clips of it or like little stills from it, you would think it would be. I believe that I've seen it on Netflix before. They're trying to make it harder to get to Carol. I think and Carol is a lesbian gem. I think the issue is that Carol was created by the Weinstein company. Mm. So like nobody wants to buy anything from Weinstein anymore. Probably fair. Because of all the sexual harassment. (laughs) And I just feel like Carol is a classic. And I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't love it or hasn't seen it who is gay. There's not a lot of Carol haters. Other than my mother. No. Your mother hates Carol. She doesn't hate it. She thinks- I did. A lot of straights thought it was boring. I will say that. Like they thought there was nothing or they thought that like they they didn't have chemistry or they didn't understand like where their relationship came from because they're not as in tuned with like the subtext and the longing glances and the subtlety. Like to them, it just looked like it came out of nowhere. My mom thought it was like predatory. So- Oh, Okay, well, I mean, there is a really large age gap. So like, I kind of see like where she's getting that. But I don't think so. I mean, Cherez had agency in it. She even like admitted that like, she didn't know what she wanted. And then she like took a step back. And she finally learned how to say no. And then five seconds later, changed her mind and said yes, you know, (laughs) she's doing her best. I think the most important thing about Carol is that Therese grows and changes. And then she says, yes, 
I want that. Yeah, she has to learn who she is first and she has to like grow a lot as a person. And even Carol recognizes that she needs to do that. That's why she takes it. That's part of why she takes a step back. And like it's written in her letter. That's like you have a lot of, you know, growing and stuff to do. I don't remember the exact words. (laughs) I know a, a lot of people do know the exact. Can you quote the letter? Like, I feel like you probably can. I can quote bits of it. But I'm like imagining Carol saying, you have a lot of growing and stuff to do. (laughs) (laughs) Like you must grow first and then only then will you be a full fledged lesbian. Well, because Therese is just a baby gay, you know, she's got to go like spread her little baby gay wings and like go try things and figure herself out. Get a haircut. Yeah, she needs to get her get her first lesbian haircut. Like she has a lot of she needs to change her wardrobe a little bit. Like there's <laughs> stuff she has to do. You know that thing you do when you realize you're gay and you're like, right, gays dress like this. They have hair like this. You need to do these things. Carol wears a lot of plaid. She does, and I love plaid. So like I, I mean, good for her. She's like plaid, but make it femme. Yeah, she is definitely very femme. And then like, I feel like as it goes on, like Teresa's character gets a little more boyish. This is true. But like, that's kind of just what happens when you realize you're gay, you know, like your your fashion changes, your style changes. I don't know why, but it seems like <laughs> unanimous that that happens. I know it happened to me. So like, I don't know. It's the drugs of the water supply turning the frogs gay. They they make your fashion different. Yeah, they're like, you must immediately buy Doc Martens and you have to wear plaid. And if you don't have at least three button ups, like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap this up. Yes. Final thought. Carol is full of sapphic stuff, like non, non-subtextual, very sapphic. Don't watch it with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please don't watch it with your mom. Do not watch this with your mom. I'm so sorry that you watched this with your Like, as a general rule, just don't watch gay movies with your parents. It's just a bad idea. Also, I do want to say, just for anyone who's watching any recent holiday movies, um, I recently watched Lifetime's new holiday film under the Christmas tree, and there is a Carol Easter egg in it where she does a call out and is like, I like the antlers and it's like supposed to be a reference. And the the director has actually said it's a Carol reference to the, to the, I like the hat. So we're still quoting this. We're still using it in our new holiday lesbian films. So Carol is Carol forever relevant. I was actually surprised when I watched it again to see that it's only from 2015. It has embedded itself so thoroughly into lesbian culture. Actually, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm like, it has just always been there, but like, it hasn't. Yeah, it's it's ours now and we're keeping it forever. Yeah, it's very integrated in lesbian, in, in our culture. I mean, I can't imagine not having Carol. <laughs> it's like that Brooklyn Nine-Nine meme. I've only had Carol for five years, but I'd kill myself and everyone else if anything happened to her. Yeah, Carol is, a 10 out of 10 for gayness and a 2 out of 10 for watching with your mother. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 Santa hats because I like the hat. (laughs) Who doesn't like the hat? Now, uh, next time we are recording, we are doing Terminator Dark Fate. When is that? I don't know what date the episode's releasing. I'll have to figure that out. We don't know. But, you know, this is our special bonus Christmas episode. So we hope that this helps tied you guys over for a little bit all right please rate us subscribe to us send us love retweet us we are at sapphic stuff pod you know just love us we appreciate love yes and please if you leave a review we actually do we read them and 
We like to see what you guys have to say. And it also helps other people discover the podcast and get a chance to listen. All right. Thank you for tuning into Sapphic Stuff. We will see you next time with Terminator Dark Fate. And have a happy holiday. Yay. Happy holidays to those who celebrate. Don your gay apparel. Yes. Don you now your gay apparel. Bye.